The land is my uh, solace and I get my strength from it. I think I was forced into that relationship as a kid when I used to uh, be a field worker. I was always on my knees, always interacting with that dirt. And at first I resented it. As a child, Consuelo Jimenez Underwood grew up working as a migrant laborer, picking fruit in the sun-baked central California Valley. As a young adult, she left that way of life behind. And today, she is a well-known fiber artist with a studio retreat high above the northern California coastline. This is my yarn room, my yarn wall, where 90 to 95% of my yarns are here. And it's the compilation of maybe like 20 years almost 20 years of, oh, I think I like that one. I tell students, when you go to a store and if something winks at you, especially if it's a yarn, get it. That's when you know if, if it's a good yarn to buy or not. Because they always say, what's a good yarn to buy? And I like this loose thread. You know, if the thing is not perfect, but I always feel like I'm not perfect. I would not want to be totally spick and span, you know? Oh my God, how can you not want to work in this media? Look at this, just holding huge, beautiful silk things. <laughs> I began as a painter because I thought painters, you know, artists painted or sculpted, and I didn't want to sculpt because the thought of being, working with uh, metal or rock or clay, it seemed dirty, heavy, and I don't like to work. I worked all my life as a child. So I wanted my art to be fun and beautiful because I was always surrounded by non-beautiful, hard things. Consuelo was initially attracted to the soft side of textile arts. But over the years, her work has incorporated barbed wire, pins, and sharply etched images of oppression, materials that harken back to her experiences as a child. You know, I think of my work as woven corridos, songs about political strife and physical strife, and. And that's what my work is about. It talks about my pueblo's hardships and, and good times, you know, at the same time. This is a rebozo that the people coming into this country now, this is the kind of rebozo they have to wear and create. A rebozo is, the, is almost like the, it's like the classical indigenous uh, wearable uh, accessory. And of course, it's suspended by barbed wires. And that barbed wire comes from the border experiences in my childhood. It's a really interesting um, image, this running family. And it does deal directly with the land. How dare they put this line in our land where little girls have to be terrified in crossing and traveling through a homeland that's been theirs for thousands of years. So that anger. Um, is with me all the time, but I tend, I want to be a positive person. And so um, I'll do some work like this, where it's a very hideous image, but in a very beautiful format. And, and the beauty of it, of course, is the multicolored, the safety pins. Um, the safety pins are kind of that, from, they come from the ghetto of the textile arts. And, uh, and I kind of like to emphasize that. And so it's like, you don't need beautiful, glitzy things to be beautiful. It's the common everyday thing, if it's approached right, can be made beautiful. Oh my gosh. Isn't that beautiful? That's the thing about water, it goes where it needs to go. And that's it. I'm heading to the IS-228 to the weaving class. 
Every week, Consuelo travels 350 miles round trip from her studio in Gualala to San Jose State University, where she teaches weaving and other fiber arts. I keep telling them at the beginning of the semester, I say, what are you guys doing here? It's 2003, why do you want to learn how to weave? So they do, but I tell them, you've got to weave and you've got to pass it on. So I'm going to go right now actually to spread the threads. <laughs> This is why I leave the world. This is why I leave my house, only to keep the process alive, keep it moving. And I think that's the, that's the core of who I am. It's, I'm an artist, but I'm also one of those people that link the past to the future, and that's what I'm doing here. Beautiful blues. I didn't know there were two blues in here. Now you need your comb to kind of get it smooth. I feel all these ladies, when they came in here, they were kind of intimidated by the needle and the thread and this very macho kind of art world. And to come in here, it takes a lot of courage for them to come in here because all of a sudden they're not in the fine arts. They're in the scary land of craft. But it's changing. The past five to 10 years, it started to change. And now it's hot, it's trendy. Everybody wants to do textile and sew and all that. So then my thing is to tell them how to do it extremely well because I really want them to honor, like I do, these old processes that went down 50,000 years ago. And I tell them the best thing about this weaving and this art form and this textile form is that you don't need industry to do it. You don't, you can do it with four sticks tied to your back and that's all, you, you just need a, a stick to spin. You just need something, a stick with a heavy rock on it and you've got thread. You're just not gonna know how the dyes, how the plants give color. You just have to know how to get that color out of the plants so you've got the color, you've got the form, and the process with no machinery, no industry. We have looms here, but you don't need looms to weave, to do art. Over the course of her long career, Consuelo has ridden the rising tide of interest in the fiber arts. Her work is now regularly included in fine arts exhibitions at major museums. Consuelo Underwood was selected for this exhibition first because she's a wonderful artist and secondly because she works in an uncommon medium and that is textiles. She's sort of a predecessor of a lot of younger artists in their 20s nowadays who are now getting interested in sewing and, and doing sort of things like that with their art but she's been doing it for years and years. This exhibition, Unfamiliar Territory, was born from this sense that most immigrants have that the land that you come from is familiar and unfamiliar at the same time. Familiar because you grew up there, but unfamiliar because of the distance uh, from living in another country. And I think a lot of the artists that are included in the show express that really well. So this has got to be like over here. Okay, let me get over there, and then you get the other side over here. Uh, the name of the piece is Diaspora, and uh, when they told me Diaspora, I had to look up what exactly is Diaspora, and it was uh, basically uh, when people are forced to flee from their homeland. What happened during the Diaspora, a lot of people died, and I think I have to believe that when you die, you become flowers. So I thought, oh, I'll make homage to all the beautiful souls, and they're like washed up on the shores of the Americas. I wanted everything to be beautiful but harsh. 
you know, that kind of a aesthetic I'm going for. And all, everything is made to attract and at the same point repel, even to the point of pain with the sharp points of the barbed wire. here I create. I really get into that deep essence of creation and it just reeks of it. You just, you're just in this spot here. It's, it's so primal, very primal. And, and I just add my little two cents to this whole beauty. I, I get validated by my beliefs that life is good, life is beautiful, and we should continue to nurture it and, 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 and make it more beautiful in a human way.